What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Arnie's. We have nothing better to do than be here with you. I'm Austin Terry, and I'm joined, as always, by my best friends, Matt Johnson and Keith Baker. Matt, how you doing today? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. We're doing a, a morning recording sesh today. It's a little bit different. I'm not fully awake. My hair is all over the place. But by golly, let's make this happen. I'm ready. Keith, it's good to see you. How you doing? I'm doing good. I got my coffee ready. I'm ready for this battle of the shows and the movies. Yeah, this could get ugly, apparently. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, today we have a little debate episode. We're going to determine once and for all what the best food-themed movie or TV show is. And to do this, we made a bracket. We have 12 quote-unquote teams that will run through our little tournament. And at the end of the show, we will crown a winner. This is a very big day for these shows and movies. They worked hard to be here. And whoever wins today will become the official food content of the Arnie's podcast. I don't know that's what the steak was, but... That's the steak. Dang. So, wow. Okay. So, this is a bit more serious than I thought. Well, I guess that's just more pressure on us to, you know, make sure we bring the arguments that we need to. We really fight for the ones that we want because <laughs> get bad. I didn't realize. Alrighty. Well, before we get into the tournament, let's just kind of go into, I guess, our like relationship with food. Um, who do you think is the most active cook of the three of us? I would bet it's Keith. Now it's me. Like during this whole quarantine thing, I think I've been cooking way more than I was like back in college or all those times. But uh, now I've been, you know, I've been cooking lots of fish, lots of steak. Um, I mean, you know, I'm my Louisiana background, so I have, you know, I have my Cajun dishes that I know from my parents. So, yeah, I'm pretty active. I'd say probably two or three times a week. My wife and I for this month are going vegetarian, so I'm eating only plants for the next couple weeks. Oh yeah, how yeah, how far are you into it now? Honestly, it really hasn't been that bad. We're almost two weeks in. Um, you can make like. It's, I think it's a lot different than it used to be because usually if you said like, I think a while ago you'd say vegetarian and people would just think like you're eating a plate of carrots, <laughs> but people have become really creative. There's a lot of really cool recipes out there. I will say though, doing this sort of stuff, I think you leaves, I think it leaves you open to eat a lot more bad meals than you would if you were just like eating normally. Cause like one mistake in the whole meal can get ruined if you have like such limited ingredients. Mm-hmm. Well, it kind of sounds like you and uh, your wife, Austin, are, you're almost, it's almost like you guys are like reducing your carbon footprint a little bit, like Burger King. Did you guys see that commercial they put out with all those kids dancing uh, about how excited they were to to feed cows lemongrass so that they farted? <laughs> yeah, Burger, Burger King's <laughs> reducing their cow farts. I think that's the new point of the ad. <laughs> so it kind of sounds like that ad really inspired you guys. So I'm glad to see that it's kind of reaching its core audience. <laughs> Come eat our methane-free Whoppers. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, sounds like a good idea. Who knows? <laughs> hey, man, I'm eating methane-free this week. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, I think I think that can do. I think we can get into the tournament. The tournament now, Keith. You want to tell our listeners who our one seaters are here? We got Chef with John Favreau. We got. Parts Unknown with Anthony Bourdain. We got The Great British Baking Show. And we got Pixar's Ratatouille. Okay, let's get into round one here. Um, Keith just told you our one-seaters. Everybody that wins this first round will go on to face one of those four. But the first 
The first uh, competition we have here is between Street Food and Burnt. Street Food was created by David Gelb. It's a documentary on Netflix that follows street cooks around the world. It has a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes at the moment. And then we have Burnt, which was directed by John Wells, starring Bradley Cooper and Sienna Miller. Uh, Bradley Cooper plays a bad boy chef who's trying to resurrect his career and earn his third Michelin star. And this film has a 28% on Rotten Tomatoes. Sounds like they're equal in terms of quality. (laughs) Uh, Keith, I just saw you lean back and you looked kind of contemplative. So what are your initial thoughts here? Well, I just watched Burnt last night. So that was my second time seeing it. So it was a good refresher. And while it was good, and I did like the realistic qualities, you know, of being like in an intense kitchen like that, um, I have to say street food because... First of all, it's real, and I just thought they did a good job following all those different cooks and telling their stories and all that. And and going back to Burnt, it was good. I think Bradley Cooper, you know, he's a good actor, and he played a good part playing Adam Jones. But, uh, I mean, there was some things that were just kind of like, we get it, you're a druggie. It's intense kitchen. And just like, we get it. And it just kind of yeah. did a little bit. And, um, yeah, so – I, yeah, I just prefer street food. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with burnt on this one. Um, from what I saw of street food, I thought it was good. I just um, this didn't seem too much like anything I hadn't seen before. So I guess with especially with food shows, I don't. I guess that's kind of a knock against it for me, just because they can all be so similar. So I guess I was expecting something different. And granted, if I watch more of it, it might you know change. But I liked what I saw. I just didn't love it. And burnt is a movie I've seen probably like six or seven times i'll just randomly oh big burnt fan over here <laughs> yeah i'll just randomly put it on i mean with no pun intended but it kind of feels like one of those comfort food movies for me i just find it really easy to watch i like the characters even though i do think some of them are just you know stereotypical kind of hollow beyond their relationship with this adam jones character played by bradley cooper but despite that i think it's a great you know group of actors that you know perform the best to their abilities based on what the script gave them. Um, Yeah. I really, I do agree that it's less about the cooking and more about how intense this, you know, working in a kitchen can be, but I still hadn't really seen too many movies or TV shows about that. So I found that interesting and I thought Bradley Cooper was great. So yeah, it's just a movie that I, that I'll throw on randomly. I find it, like I said, really easy to watch and engaging and entertaining. So I think I'm also going to have to throw a vote towards street food, um, I found that show super inspiring, and I really like all the cooks around the country. Um, and with Burnt, I think Bradley Cooper is great, and it, it definitely does capture like working in a stressful kitchen very well. But there's not a whole lot of actual cooking in a movie about a chef, and I think that film kind of feels a little hollow beyond Bradley Cooper's performance. Yeah, I can agree to that. When we get into Chef later, I'll be able to, you know, I don't want to get too into, but I'll just say Chef shows more about the the cooking than than it does the actual like kitchen life. And I say Burnt gets more into like the intensity of the kitchen. So congratulations to street food. You will move on to face chef. All righty. The next round we have here is Eddie's million dollar cook-off versus Willy Wonka. <laughs> oh man. Jeez. I mean, this is pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's uh for me, it's Eddie's million dollar cook-off. Oh, <laughs> See, Eddie's, million, Eddie's million dollar cook-off played a, a I think a bigger part in my childhood than a lot of other Disney Channel original movies. Um, 
But this movie stars Taylor Ball and, and Orlando Brown. Um, it follows Eddie, who's a star baseball player on his dad's baseball team. And he wants to stop playing baseball to become a cook, but he doesn't want to disappoint his dad. So at the end of the movie, he has to choose between baseball or cooking. And man, this film's great. I love this film. Uh, I think there's definitely a nostalgia factor here. Baseball and everybody makes fun of it. (laughs) Oh my God. I watched watched a, a scene like recap on YouTube and they were all sitting around the table when he was like first like, coming out as a chef or whatever and they, were, and, they were all, and they were all giving him shit like oh you little girl you like to cook and all that kind of shit and his dad was even bullying him too yeah no it honestly did feel like that it really felt like whoever wrote the script like just wanted to write about somebody coming out of the closet as maybe homosexual or you know just a member of like the lgbtqia plus community but they were like ah too edgy for Disney. Disney was like, just make him a cook. Because <laughs> yeah, you're right. His family does treat him like when they hear it, they treat him like bigots. <laughs> and they're just like, you little girl. Like it, it's so yeah. weird. And then again, he even chooses baseball. And they still make <laughs> like, remember when you were a cook? Ugh. And it's not until like the last five seconds of the movie, they're like, oh, Eddie, we got your back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when Bobby Flay makes an appearance, that's when they're all like, oh, yeah. He, that being said, I mean, yeah, Bobby Flay is in the movie, which I guess might appeal to some people. <laughs> um, well, so we, this movie is competing against Willy Wonka. Um, this movie was directed by Mel Stewart, starring Gene Wilder. Um, a poor boy named Charlie Bucket finds a golden ticket that sends him on a tour of Willy Wonka's chocolate factory, where Willy proceeds to murder four other children. Um, <laughs> this movie has a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I think um, we gave it a bunch of shit just now. But I do think compared to a lot of the Disney Channel original movies, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off is at least like well-made. It looks good. It doesn't look like <laughs> like a really shitty older movie. Um, and yeah, it has some fun stuff in there. And This movie I, has more actual cooking in it than Burnt did. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But yeah. everything he makes he makes does look like shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> remember, remember Eddie's dogs? It's like weird yeah. hot dogs. His he Eddie makes dogs? these like he makes Eddie these dogs. like chicken wings with cornflakes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds so good. But um, I love how Bobby Flay at the end, even though he's like the worst cook in the world, it just comes up like, "I believe you should have won, kid." <laughs> Like why? Well, um, he, it's even worse than that because his friend comes up to him and says, "Hey, Eddie's the best cook here. Why didn't Why didn't he win?" And Bobby Flay goes, "I know, but just look at him. He looks like a winner, doesn't he?" Probably because Bobby Flay heard that when he was a kid, who when he had like a small body but the same old man face. Somebody probably told him whenever he was trying to make like a a pork chop that doesn't he look like a winner, and he overheard it, so he kind of just used that. Uh, in his adult life. He sounds like somebody that would say that in real life too. <laughs> doesn't even look like a winner. All right. Well, so I think we have one vote for Eddie's. Does anybody have a vote for Willie's? Yeah. I'm voting for Willy Wonka. So like to your point of that movie meant a lot for your childhood. I think Willy Wonka meant a lot for mine. I think it's just such a fun movie. It's so, it kind of inspires imagination, just like the song they sing. I think Gene Wilder's so good. And I think there's some, you know, points to make fun of. Everybody always points out, did he murder those kids? But (laughs) just looking at it from Charlie's perspective, where he starts the movie is kind of a kid that doesn't have much and then kind of ends up 
and you believe why Willy Wonka would hand over the factor factory to him and kind of see where he'll get to be going forward. I think it's just a fun movie. I, re- I really enjoy it. I think it it's just a magical movie. Yeah. So I think I'll vote for that one. All right, Keith, you got You have the deciding vote now. It's Eddie's versus Willie. Which way are you going? I'm going to vote for Willy Wonka as well. For <sighs> most of the same reasons as Matt. It's just classic childhood movie. Um, I mean, I, I mean, as a kid, it was like watching all the things that were edible in the factory, all the chocolate and the, all the licorice and whatever shit you, you can eat in that factory. <laughs> it was fun watching all of that. And yeah, pretty much like you said, they got murdered <laughs> or almost murdered. There, there is one kid who drowns in a river of chocolate and then gets sucked <laughs> into a pipe where he can't breathe. <laughs> yeah. He definitely is. Yeah, this kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think he is. <laughs> yeah. so and uh, the bubblegum chick who blew up or whatever. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I'm going to vote for Willie. Well, poor Eddie. He can't win his own cooking contest, and he can't win a contest in our show. We should also make it known that whenever we first put this together, Austin wanted to do Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. He wanted to do the <laughs> Chocolate version. I just well, wanted to give Eddie a chance. That actually would have that probably would have been a better idea if we wanted Eddie to continue <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, All righty, Willy Wonka will go. will go on to face Ratatouille in the second round. But next, moving on here in our first round, we have Cooked versus the Chef Show. Cook was created by Alex Gibney. It's a four-episode documentary um, on the four elements, I guess on the four elements and their relation to cooking. We also explore some different cultures in this show. Um, It has an 86 on Rotten Tomatoes. Then we have The Chef Show, which was created by Jon Favreau as a follow-up to the movie Chef. Uh, Favreau and celebrity chef Roy Choi travel the country uh, cooking cooking meals from the movie and then also cooking with other chefs and celebrities. Um, And that show has a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I'll definitely have to go with The Chef Show in this one. I... I binged like all three, two or three seasons. I can't remember. I guess it's three seasons of it. Um, yeah, Roy Choi and John Favreau are a good pair. They're funny. They're you know, Roy Choi is a really uh, intelligent chef, but he's also really humble at the same time. It's it's fun getting to see them go across the country and try different dishes and learn different backgrounds and all that kind of stuff. And and John Favreau kind of always is referencing the movies he's working on at the time, so that's kind of funny and. They joke about that, and yeah, I just think it was a fun show overall. But I liked Cooked too. I mean, I thought it was pretty interesting, uh, especially the all uh, the ab- Aborigines in Australia eating lizards. I thought that was crazy. But I think Chef Show will take the cake for me. Yeah, I think Chef Show is cool. I really like how um, there's like no narration, where like a lot of other shows like that would have somebody narrating about the dishes and stuff. But I like how it kind of feels that you're just like actually in the kitchen uh, with these other cooks. I think I might throw a vote to Cooked only because I watched the chef show and kind of found myself skipping around episodes. Like I would only watch episodes that the guests seemed like people I was interested in, like Gwyneth Paltrow, Seth Rogen, Bill Burr, et cetera. Like people I was actually interested in seeing because whenever I would watch the other episodes, I didn't find them quite as engaging. Um, I like Roy Choi and John Favreau together. I guess just the structure of the episode I didn't find as engaging unless there was a guest, like a big guest I was really excited to see. Um, I still liked it, but I think I might give the edge to Cooked here just because I found it extremely interesting. I didn't think I was going to like it based on kind of the premise, but just seeing how they broke down the most important elements to cooking and then actually crafted episodes based around each of those. I just thought it was a cool idea and I thought they executed it really well. Keith kind of already laid out my favorite episode as well. Um, that was just an example of how they did that. And I thought it was 
extremely interesting. Maybe not quite as fun and entertaining, but I felt like I kind of took more out of it. So I think I might give the edge to Cooked. All right. I'm going to have to give the deciding vote to Cooked as well. Um, Yeah. I I kind of had the same issue with the chef show that I did, that Matt did, where I only really wanted to watch the ones that had other guests I was interested in. Interested in, and then the ones that just had like random cooks, I felt it was still a good show, but just wasn't as interesting as like Robert Downey Jr. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Cooked, I found really all episodes really interesting. I think my favorite is I think it's the air episode where they talk about how people's uh, time in the kitchen at home is way less than it used to be, like back in the 90s and 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I just it really makes you want to cook your own food um, mm-hmm. and like. It really, you can really like figure, see the benefits of home cooking versus like eating out and eating a bunch of processed foods. So I found that really cool. Yeah, I agree. With yeah. That. Okay. All right. Sorry, Keith. Cooked is moving on to face parts of Austin. I thought Austin was going to agree with Keith on that one. I thought I was going to be the soul of it. <laughs> no, no. I really liked Cook. I, I I watched it a few years ago, and then rewatching it for this, I liked it just as much. Well, now that the vote's going on for that, I definitely need to finish it up. I've watched the first two episodes, but I need to watch the the last. I think it was was it four episodes in that season. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, the final competition of round one is Crazy Delicious versus Chopped. Um, Crazy Delicious is presented by Jade Adams. It's a British. Uh, cooking show where contestants must turn everyday meals into cool creations to impress the quote-unquote gods who are the judges um it's set in like a magical garden and you can only use ingredients from the garden that's on the set um and every episode is a standalone competition uh currently as a 45 percent on rotten tomatoes and then we have chopped which is hosted by ted allen um contestants on this show must create three course meals using only the ingredients ingredients given to them by the judges yeah this is easy <laughs> <laughs> I'm going chopped, guys. Crazy Delicious sucked. <laughs> I didn't like it. Uh, yeah, Crazy Delicious is chopped. I'm going chopped as well. I'm also chopped. I mean, they're, they're the same thing. And chopped just did it first and did it better, in my opinion. And they did it without a stupid ass weirdo garden in it. <laughs> <laughs> crazy, Crazy Delicious is the trash version of of one of our one seaters, the Great British Bake Off. Um, so mm-hmm. Chopped will go on the face Bake Off, but yeah, Crazy Delicious sucks. I don't even know why that show is on Netflix. <laughs> Chopped is just, it's classic. The reason it's gone on for like a billion seasons is because it's simple. The uh, the judges are always great and give great advice. And I, I feel like actually give, even though we, the audience, aren't tasting the food, I feel like they actually lay it out in a good enough way that it makes me go, oh yeah, I agree. Even though I have no reason to. <laughs> like, I don't know what they taste like. Uh, Ted Allen I always found to be an enjoyable host. And I always love you know, the random food options they pair together. So yeah, this, this was the easiest choice for me. I, I do think that um, the one thing that I guess is like a redeeming quality of Crazy Delicious is that I do like that each episode is its own standalone competition. So mm-hmm. it kind of does make it easy to watch in one sitting. That's true. Um, I think it could have been good. It just feels too similar to the Great British Baking Show for me. So It's too weird. I think a lot of shows fight to kind of figure out their aesthetic to make themselves different. And this one was just one that I found not that exciting just the whole weird kind of mystical garden and the quote-unquote gods aspect of it just could have maybe could have worked for a different show but yeah for a cooking show personally i I didn't like it all right here we have street food going against chef 
Uh, Chef was directed by John Favreau. It's it's um, it follows star chef Carl Casper, who quits his nice restaurant job to travel the country in a food truck and repair his relationship with his young son. Um, this movie currently has an eighty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Boys, what are your thoughts on street food versus Chef? I think I'll have to take Chef on this one. I've watched Chef at least probably five or six times now. I love that movie. I thought it was. I thought they captured a little bit of um, like the kitchen life as we talked about from burnt, but they did a really good job at capturing like how the food is actually made and, and the close up shots of like the, the grilled cheese and the Cuban sandwiches. I mean, you couldn't beat that. I mean, it was, it was, it was a fun movie, but I watched them tour the country. Um, you know, he kind of, you know, he had that breakdown or whatever in his restaurant and from Dustin Hoffman's uh, character's restaurant and, Watching him toward the country in that food truck was pretty fun. Um, all right. Yeah, I'm going to have to go Chef as well. Chef is just so good. Um, I've seen this movie, I think this is my fourth time now. Um, all the It really captures like actual cooking in a restaurant, which I really appreciated. Um, all the recipes are like real that they actually make for the movie. Um, the story just sucks you in so much. You're rooting so much for Carl Casper. Um, it's, it's funny. It's heartwarming. Um, it's just, uh, it just makes you want to go eat at a food truck. And since we can't do that right now, given the current state of the world, uh, this movie just find it kind of felt a little cathartic because it makes, it kind of gives you that restaurant experience, even though you can't, we really can't do it right now. Yeah, no, I agree with everything you guys just said. I, I just think even more so than burnt, like I said earlier, it just feels like a, a cozy kind of easy watch in a good way. I think it's just, it's such a simple premise, but they execute it so well. I really love John Favreau's character by the end of the movie. I like his arc. I like that they kind of put in this father-son repairing a relationship in the midst of the story. I thought it ended up working really well. Um, I think he pairs very well with John Leguizamo as well. And yeah, it's just, I like that this movie definitely does have more cooking. You guys are definitely right. And it kind of features that more. Um, we also get a lot of, whenever they go to each city, it's almost like we're getting a little bit of that city's history when it comes to cooking as well. Just a glimpse of it. Um, is something like street food probably more impactful and can kind of show off more about cooking in this art and kind of all over the world kind of in a better way, more impactful, like I said. Yeah, definitely. But if I'm just going off what I think entertained me more and for now, which one of these, again, you know, street food is way newer to me, but which one of these has kind of stayed with me longer? Probably chef. So I think I'll go with that. Um, it's not without its faults. You know, I think the funniest thing about this movie is still that like, the big um, decision that John Favreau has to make is, hmm, do I want to sleep with Sofia Vergara or Scarlett Johansson? And then, <laughs> like, buddy, you're luckier in a movie because neither would have worked. It is just weird <laughs> that that's a <laughs> But, uh, and like, Scott Johansson's like his employee. I don't know, whatever. But, uh, you know, there's some unrealistic things here and there, but I think it's an incredible watch. All righty. Congratulations to Chef. You'll move on to the semifinal round. Um, next, we have Willy Wonka versus Ratatouille. Ratatouille is an animated movie by Pixar and Walt Disney Studios. Um, it follows a rat named Remy who dreams of being a cook. Um, he pairs up with a busboy named Lugini, um, Linguini, whatever his name is. He pairs up with a busboy in a famous kitchen to try and accomplish his dream. This movie currently has a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. Matt, what are your thoughts? Ratatouille or Willy Wonka? I think I may have to go Ratatouille. 
like I said earlier about Willy Wonka, I think it's just such a magical movie. And obviously there's nostalgia there because of my childhood. But if I'm trying to figure out which one of these is the better movie, I might go Ratatouille just because while Willy Wonka has obviously stayed with me for a while, I do, I am certainly making fun of some of like the aspects of it that weirdly don't hold up. Like, I don't know where these kids are. Are they dead? Not that I would really care based on their role in the movie, but still it seems like a weird thing for it to be a happy ending. Um, and it, it can kind of get like overly silly at times, but, and while I do love it, I just think Ratatouille is just, it kind of just feels like Pixar firing on all cylinders. I mean, kind of what they're known for. I think Ratatouille is certainly one of their, for whatever reason, one of their more underseen movies. People don't seem to talk about it as much, but I, yeah, I certainly think in terms of quality, it's just as good as some of their best work. I mean, I love Remy's a character. I love Patton Oswalt's performance and, I just love where he starts as this rat that dreams of being a chef, but can't because of what he is, the way he looks, whatever. Um, and then kind of has to finagle his way into the chef by getting under uh, his new friend, who's a human's hat and kind of pulling his hair. And in turn, he's kind of teaching this guy how to cook at the same time, even though he doesn't really have the passion for it. And he's kind of, that passion starts to grow over the course of the movie, which is really cool. And, um, yeah, and just where it ends up kind of having to make the ratatouille for that critic and that critic's reaction to that food. And it kind of shows how powerful food can be in somebody's life, what it can mean to them, the memories it can conjure up and kind of the meaning that we never talk about that food inherently has for everybody. Um, I thought it was so cool that they showed that off. And yeah, I think the ending is great. I think where it ends up kind of where these characters like what they get to do going forward, regardless of one of them being a rat is pretty cool. Um, so I, yeah, I was surprised rewatching it that I still enjoyed it so much, but I, more people need to see it. Cause for other people don't talk about this movie. I, I think it's so good. And um, yeah, I'm going to have to vote for it. You know, I think I'm going to have to go with Ratatouille as well. Yeah. I really don't have much more to add to that. I, I like the characters. I like the overall, um, food scenes in that movie i thought you know it just had that pixar warm feeling you know that every pick you know a lot of good pixar movies have if i like if someone were to come up to me and say hey what do you want to watch tonight you want to watch willy wonka ratatouille i'd i think i would definitely just say ratatouille right at the bat willy wonka is good i like it a lot but it's not one of my go-to's like i think ratatouille would probably be more of my go-to watch Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um you know we're talking about food today and willy wonka is a horror movie it doesn't make me want to go eat. <laughs> Ratatouille, Ratatouille makes me want to get in the kitchen and eat and really eat good food, eat good French food. Um, you know, we talked about that movie Burnt, which kind of has the same major conflict that Ratatouille has where he's trying to impress a food critic. Um, and I think Ratatouille just does it a little bit better. Um, you're really, re- really rooting for this whole cast. This movie feels like a celebration of food. Um, it's really heartwarming and it's really funny too. Like this yeah. movie made me laugh out loud multiple times. Um, so yeah, Ratatouille is going to move on to face Chef in the semifinal. Cool, cool, cool. Next, we have Parts Unknown versus Cooked. Uh, Parts Unknown is a CNN documentary hosted by famous uh, personality Anthony Bourdain. Um, Bourdain travels to lesser known parts of the world exploring the cuisine and then also the culture behind that cuisine. This show currently has a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Parton, yeah, Parton known is good. I think I might have to go with that one over Cooked. And not taking anything away from Cooked, but I think, I mean, Anthony Bourdain is 
well, he's Anthony Mordain. He brings a really cool personality. Uh, does a good job of interacting with different chefs or different people he comes in contact with and across the world. Um, and he's just, yeah, he's knowledgeable. I mean, he knows food, I think a little bit more than the people from cooked. Maybe, I don't know. I could be wrong, but, um, yeah, I just enjoy it. I, it's one of those shows I can probably binge more than cooked. So yeah, I'm going to go with parts unknown. I think I'm going to go parts unknown as well, because, um, while I, like I said earlier about cooked being <clears throat> so engaging and so interesting, I think all of those same stories they tell is something that parts unknown would explore because they take so much time in each episode to not just not do, not do it a show like diners, drive-ins and dives, which I'm not taking anything away from that, but that show kind of seems solely about exploring, you know, a specific meal that a restaurant makes. Whereas Parts unknown, they go a bit further with it. They explore the history of that food, the ingredients, what goes into it, what it means to that society, society or community. Um, and it's kind of like they would, they break down what Cook did in four episodes. I feel like stuff like that is seeded into episodes of Parts Unknown whenever going through the history of stuff. So I feel like you might get the same thing out of it over time. And yeah, like you said, I feel like there's few hosts when it comes to food shows that were ever better than Anthony Bourdain was. So He's just a great combination of engaging, knows his stuff clearly, and he has kind of, you know, he's really funny too. He can be really funny. So when it comes to who do I want to actually watch, I feel like, I mean, the actual concept of the show itself was paired so well with its host, probably better than most things. So I, yeah, I got to vote for that one. Oh, I was going to vote for Cooked. Uh-huh. Um, I love Parts Unknown. I think it's great. However, it's not, I don't think it's very food focused. Um you know, cooked is all about food. Uh, whereas parts unknown, you get him eating at a restaurant and he'll maybe touch on whatever he's eating, but you don't really learn a really lot. You don't really learn like a lot more about that recipe. You learn the show focuses more on, at least in the later seasons, focuses more on like the history of the region or the current conflicts that are going on in whatever region he's in. Um, so I think if we're just talking about food stuff here, then I think I got to go with cooked because cook is solely food focused. And I felt like I learned, I learned a lot of history from Parts Unknown, but I think I learned more about food from Cooked. Fair, fair. Yeah, I guess I I guess it doesn't matter because Parts (laughs) Unknown gets the majority. So Parts Unknown will move on. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. And now we have The Great British Baking Show versus Chopped. And I'll go right off the bat here. My vote goes to The Great British Baking Show. This is one of my favorite things on Netflix. Um, my wife and I watch it endlessly on repeat. It's something we pretty much always have on the background. Um, I love every every season is so good. I don't know how the producers pick the contestants, but the contestants are always really funny, really charming. There's never any like major drama here, which I really appreciate. Um, both of the judges, um, Paul Hollywood, who's been on every season, um, they're never really mean to their contestants. But whenever he says like, huh, not great. You feel like you feel like just the anger, just in that simple statement from Paul Hollywood. Um, you can see like just a disappointment in people whenever they don't impress the judges. But then whenever they do impress the judges, like all the contestants on this show root for each other. So it's a really easy show to watch. It makes you feel good while you're watching it. And it just really makes you want to eat dessert whenever you finish an episode. Yeah, I think I, I'd probably go great British baking show as well, um, just because I think it's obviously extremely similar to Chopped. Um, at least in terms of kind of how it's presented. Um, obviously there's some key differences, but it does feel kind of like in that world. Um, but 
I just kind of, I prefer the contestants they get for Bake Off. I prefer the judges, even though it's typically the same judges and Chopped obviously changes. I just think the way, the role the judges play in an episode, I, I find more interesting. Um, and I like, you know, I like watching what they make. Obviously, everything looks great. Um, and yeah, like you said, it, even though it, it, there is a winner, I do like that the contestants do root for each other to an extent as much as they can, even though they obviously all want to win. Um, I really I think, like that. Like the judges develop a relationship with all the contestants too. Like it just feels like everybody on the show judges the host, the contestants all like really care about each other. Um, and it's more believable in this show than it is. in like other similar shows to this. Um, so I, mean, I was telling Austin before the podcast, this is the one I did not get to check out. So I'm going to go off of you guys' judgment on this one and trust your judgment. I'm going to go with Great British Baking Show. It sounds like something I would like, the way you guys were describing it. And Chopped is, like I said, I've seen one or two episodes of it, but I don't think it's something I can really binge all that much. So yeah, definitely not a binge. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I'll go with Great British Baking Show as well. Nice. Alrighty, let's get into the semifinals here. Um, here we have Chef versus Ratatouille. Who wants to go first here? I'll go. I know the answer. Chef is great. Ratatouille, also great. <laughs> but honestly, what it comes down to for me is just Everything I said about Chef, obviously, before I do mean, the one thing that Chef doesn't have, which he doesn't need to have, a movie doesn't need to have this, um, I don't really take away anything from it, except that I like food and I like the story they presented, uh, but I don't take anything away, again, which is fine, movies don't have to do that, but just based on the fact that it's in a bracket with Ratatouille, which I take so much away from, I feel like they're both great, but the experience of watching Ratatouille, I, I feel like I get way more out of, so I'm going to go with that. Matt, um, I appreciate your opinion. You're one of my very good friends, but you're just wrong. The correct <laughs> answer here is Chef. Wow. Chef is the better film. Um, no, I think it's, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Chef is just—it's just like the—it's the gold standard when it comes to food movies. And I don't know how we how we could choose Ratatouille over Chef. You guys talk about like, them make the food, and that's true for the first thirty minutes. And the rest of the movie is just watching and make the same fucking Cubano over and over again. <laughs> Well, that's the same thing for Ratatouille. You get him sniffing cheese at the beginning and talking about how important it is to him. And then the rest of the <laughs> film is him pulling the, pulling the hairs on a human who cooks for him. It's not a better – is it a better food movie? It's not a better movie. I, that argument is not true. But but <laughs> if you want to say it's a better, move, better food movie, go for it. That's your argument. That's all you got. Go for it. I think for – I'm looking more on the food side of it. I like Chef just because it's – I just like the – the shots of them cooking the food. I'm not, and like you said, Matt, I do agree with you a little bit. Like, yeah, you get the whole uh, repetitiveness of the Cubano sandwich. <laughs> I get that. But um, I just feel like they encompassed actual food more. And where, where Ratatouille, I think, is still a great movie, but it is animated. So if we're going with food, actual like good food movies, I'm going to go with Chef. I like the characters in Chef. I thought it, you know, like I said, just brought the food in better. Um, but Ratatouille, I'm not going to, disrespect ratatouille i still think that's great movie uh but if i had to choose one chef is better 
I think I just kind of buy the stakes of Chef a little bit more because um, like he kind of is betting his whole career on this food truck. And so he he like stands to lose everything. Whereas if Remy loses everything, he just goes back to the sewer and eats garbage with his family. So sorry, Matt. Chef is going on to the finals. Um, and I mean, now, honestly, though, aren't the stakes of Chef just that he could have gotten another job at another restaurant? I mean, was he really betting at all? But he he, he ruined his reputation with his meltdown. He had to rebuild everything. I don't know. He had to prove he could do it. He could have moved somewhere else and bang. He had to go. <laughs> there, he sure. did move somewhere else. He moved to Miami and then drove back to LA. You remember that scene with Robert Downey Jr. where he basically insinuates that he fucks Sophia Vergara? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that John Favreau doesn't really care that much about it, and then they just get married at the end, and Robert Downey Jr. isn't mentioned again. <laughs> I do, I do think Chef Chef does wrap up a little too nicely. I think there probably could have been a little bit more conflict towards the yeah, end. Yeah, the ending of Chef is actually bad. Like it's fun, I like the way it is in the movie, but in terms of a wrap up, it, it's really stupid. But Ratatouille also wraps up very nicely as well. So yeah, but I think better. I think Chef, I mean Chef. The ending literally is like. He gets the. I'm not even arguing anymore at this point. I'm just talking about Chef. But Chef, like, <laughs> they get back at the end and they're still doing the food truck in LA. And then um, Oliver Platt, the food critic, comes up and is just like, This is your best work yet. Keep making this. This is great. And he's like, Oh, thanks. And then it just like, um, there's a time cut and then he's getting married <laughs> in a restaurant that he bought. It's like, Whoa, a lot happened in there that we didn't see. But yeah. yeah. I just thought that's funny. But yeah. Anyway, we can move on, I suppose. Alrighty, so now we have Parts Unknown versus The Great British Baking Show. You know, I voted against Parts Unknown. I'm going to do it again here. I'm voting once again for The Great British Baking Show. I love Parts. Parts is great. Anthony Bourdain is great. But like I said, you really it's really not very food-focused, at least not in the later seasons. Um, it really becomes more of a history and a socioeconomic show. And kind of just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. I think Bourdain's great. He's a great host. He's very funny. He's tar- he's heartwarming. I like that he sits down the people that disagree with him. But when we're talking about food, I think we got to stick with the Great British Bacon Show here. I'm going to go Parts Unknown, and here's why. I was going to go Great British Bacon Show, but there's something you just said there which was interesting to me. Uh, it, Parts Unknown does change every episode. It is different stories each episode and different histories and looks into food in the first, you know, a bunch the first few like bunch of seasons it was more about food. You're right. Um and the show did kind of change a little bit later. But what I will say, and what Keith said earlier about Chop not being a show you can binge, is true. I also don't know if Great British Baking Show is a show I could binge either. I feel like and I'm not judging based on if I can binge something. I guess I more mean like I feel like if I had to sit down and watch the entire series of both, I feel like I might get burned out on something like Great British Baking Show more just because it's kind of the same thing over and over again. Whereas I think Parts Unknown does provide more variety. And I love both. This is definitely the hardest one for me. That's kind of the only thing I'm judging off of. Just that I feel like Parts Unknown provides something a bit different each episode. Whereas while I love Great British Baking Show and I love its format, I feel like over time, it might uh, sour a little bit just because it's kind of, for the most part, the same thing over and over again. Again, that's the only thing to argue for it. I feel like Bake Off is like really consistent throughout the entire show, whereas Parts has some – overall, Parts is great, but it does have some episodes that really drag, I feel like. Yeah, you're probably right. 
Um, and just like with cooking, we got to be consistent. And British Bake Off is consistent. All right. I guess since Keith hasn't seen it, I have to decide right now if I want to change over because that is a good point. <sighs> I'll tell you what my opinion is. Yeah, give us your opinion. Maybe that'll help a little bit, even though you haven't seen one of them. Even though I really do want to check out the Great British Baking Show because it sounds awesome. I would, you know, if I, but for my vote, I'd have to go parts unknown just because I, in general, I just don't like food competition shows. Like I'm just not really into chopped or, you know, I wasn't into it. And I'm just not into the competition. I'm more, I like more the documentary side of things when it comes to food and the history. And I like the, um, and I like actually watching them try new recipes and stuff like that. So I'm more into like the the education side of it, I guess, more so than the actual competition side. So that's why I'd have to, I'd have to put parts in them. I can't do food competition shows either. This is the exception to the rule for me. Bake Off is the only food competition show I can actually get into. And I find myself like genuinely rooting for somebody uh, throughout the entire se- whatever season that we're in. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, it's a tough one. But yeah, I'll have to go parts for me. Are you changing over, Matt? Or are we moving parts on? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just stick with my guns. I don't know how good I feel about it. I'm going to go parts on them. All righty. We shot down my favorite show, but it's okay. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. Well, now we're into the finals and now we, now we're doing it. We got to pick chef or parts unknown. What's going to be the official food content of the Arnie's podcast. Where are we going here? Oh, I think Chef. I think Chef will take it. I'm going to have to go with Chef as well. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Again, I feel like I get way more. I don't get much out of Out of all of these, I get the least out of Chef. I mean, you get nothing out of that movie. I'm not even saying that in a bad way. It's just that you watch it. It's great. It's a good experience. And then it's done. And it's like, great. He had a meltdown, got a food truck. His son did Twitter, became a famous person. And then he remarried Sofia Vergara for some reason, who was his ex-wife. Um, like it's ridiculous, but I get why you guys are going with it. Cause it is so food focused and it is good. It's just, I don't take anything away from it. Whereas I would probably vote parts unknown just because I do take a lot away from it. And I think Anthony Bourdain, like I said, is probably the best host on any of these shows. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess if we're solely going off of, what is the best food-based content? I'm probably still going to say Parts Unknown, but I guess I, I can also totally understand and even agree why you guys would say Chef, because it is so food-focused. So I totally get it. And I appreciate your guys' answer. All righty. There you have it, listeners. Chef is the winner. It is officially now the best food thing that's out there in media today. Yeah. <laughs> It's just been decided we'll be sending John Favreau an award from our show. He's going to mm-hmm. get it. And who knows? Maybe he'll even come on the show someday. He is oh. getting, getting the most improved or the Mark Hamill most improved award. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he can give us some insights into Mandalorian season two. Oh, wow. Ooh, that might tie into our Star Wars series. <laughs> exactly. There you go. No, it's exciting. Our first bracket, we'll have to do more of these if the audience kind of likes this style of show, kind of just yeah. topic going through a bracket of like kind of the most well-known things in that, you know, range of topics or whatever. And uh, seeing if that might be interesting to apply to future stuff. I know your beloved chef show didn't make it out of the first round, but are you happy that chef took it all? 
Uh, yeah, I'm pretty happy, but I, I, I'm also with Matt on, I think Parts Unknown does deserve a lot of respect, so I'm not completely, you know, diminishing that at all. So, but yeah, I am happy Chef took it. It's a fun movie. I'll probably watch it again sometime later on, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. Congratulations once again, John Favreau. Be on the lookout in your mailbox for an official award from our show. We have your address. Don't worry. We tracked you down. Mm -hmm. Um, Thanks, everybody, for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure once again that you hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Um, If you wouldn't mind sharing us with a friend, too, we really appreciate that so we can continue to grow the show. At the RNews is our social, and the RNews.media is the website. And we'll be back next week with part three of our Star Wars series. We'll be jumping into Return of the Jedi. And everybody out there, if you DM us at the Arnie's on Instagram with your thoughts on Return of the Jedi or your thoughts on the trilogy as a whole, we'll read it on the show. Please don't just send quotes of Mark Hamill yelling 3PO, though, because I don't want to read that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be sure to send us a message on Instagram and you will get whatever you say. We'll read it. So send us whatever your thoughts are. <laughs> <laughs> if you say, hey, I thought Ratatouille should have won. And I would say, yes, I agree. I will also read that on the Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Why did Ratatouille Jr. have sex with Sofia Vergara and then admit it to John Favreau? I may also say that one, too. <laughs> 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 <laughs>